This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Welcome to the Ninth Realm, our Age of Sigmar podcast here at Frontline Gaming. This is episode 47. There are two of us here today. You have Scott and um, James. James. Uh, yeah. Uh, we went to a tournament this weekend, so we're going to talk partly about that and a little bit on terrain. Uh, they've got a lot of things going on here with Fallout Launcher 40K, so we kind of need to run through it pretty uh, quickly. Uh, new releases is going to be fast. It's going to help us out. Zero. Nothing. Nada. Zilch. Zip. No Nothing new releases. New. We're, we're focusing on 40K right now. Well, they are. I'm not. You might. I'm not. Focus on all things gaming, Scott. Yes, that's true. That's true. All it's right. not like we aren't all planning our armies or getting them ready for the next one, because I know I am. Right. We have a new rumor, rumor photo. photo. And um, it looks like a torn cloak piece, maybe some fur on it. Yep. looks like the top part of a cloak, maybe. And yeah, it looks like you also had a couple pictures there to reference. Yeah, they've gotten uh, some other leaks, and I kind of stuck them together with last week's and one from four weeks ago with the lion's head. Yeah, we were thinking, if it's Sigmar um, elves? Elves, they have the, the white lions, they have the their special unit, their little own formation for that. Um, we, we Maybe they're that doing wrong, that. By the way, what? Um, they're not elves. We said, we said elves. 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 Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But it could also be Lionel. Right? It could be Lionel Johnson, which would be weird that he actually you know, has I, a lion head on his cloak. Which every time somebody bit. says that, I always think Leroy Jenkins. I don't know why Lionel Johnson. Lionel Johnson. I, I think Leroy I just Jenkins. switch it in my brain. Maybe it's my Lexi Dexia. He's going to jump through with his giant power armor. Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. And then just muck the whole thing up like he did already anyways right yeah and those i mean those look like torn edged cloaks and both of them at least last week's and this week look like they go together maybe the lion head goes with it but check it out let us know what you think in the notes at the end um and for our walk about the realms uh we both went to a tournament uh just up in Orange County. Yeah, Lake Forest at uh, Comic Quest. Yep, Dice Hammer. He runs them every month, yep. uh, usually the beginning of the month. Yeah, Not next month because Dice Hammer and I are running a GT in the second weekend. I like how you refer to him as Dice Hammer. You're talking about Nick Card. Well, Nick Card. Nick Card, he, he, he's the handsome his name devil Nick himself. Dice Hammer. He names everything Dice Hammer. <laughs> the... He's branding it. It's not a bad idea. I'm just saying, I mean, you could refer to the guy as his first name. His, his real name? Uh, you could. Yeah, no. uh, Dice, but Dice Hammer is the, the, the event and the man himself. It's the, uh, the, the nom de plume he's using, so to speak. And right. And uh, we were up there. It's, um, it, it was a pretty cool little venue. We had to play outside because the event did actually overload. It was supposed to be a small RTT. Ended it's, up having uh, 16, 16 Wow. 16. Yeah, it's pretty good, man, just for like a you know random Saturday in the month. And, and uh, anyways, pretty accommodating. It was fun. There was a lot of different armies out there. Um, well, a lot of the same faction, same faction, um, but a lot of different builds. It was, it was pretty fun. Um, Scott and I drove up and had breakfast and then just got right into it. The thing was really smooth. Yeah. Really smoothly. It was, it was actually, um, well done, especially since, uh, I think Nick was using the, uh, the app, right? He's using the app, but uh, the only downside to the scoring is why I ended up with what happens at the end of this. When you actually uh -huh. look at how it all got scored mm -hmm. in, in the uh, thing, well, we have two in first place, right? Then there's some in third, and there's a whole group of us, which we got scored at the bottom of like ninth or whatever it was, or okay. sixth. Because a win, he just had us put in 19. 
a right. tie was another set of points. I don't remember what that was. Mm-hmm. And so at the end, you end up with everybody at the same score and no way to separate them. Okay. That's, I, I was looking at that going, well, at the end, this is not going to work out. If I, if I win, I get 19. So if I win, 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 mm-hmm. and there's 16 of us, if there's two of us to do that, we're, we're, we're going to tie. Which is what happened to me. Because right. I won the first round and I thought maybe I might win a, another game. I didn't think I'd win three, but. Yeah. Speaking of, of winning. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You know. Go ahead. Just saying, my, my sixth game of all time ever yeah, uh-huh. was Close. played as the first round at this tournament. And I played none other than Mr. Sam Valdez, number one ranked ITC player in Age of Sigmar, running his uh, Destruction Army. Yep. Uh, Cunning Ruck, two Stonehorns, and a couple of squads of Night Goblin Chaff with uh, the uh, Fanatics in it. Really tough looking list. I genuinely went into that game thing and I was going to get my ass handed to me. Um, but I just had to so stay. how you pull it out? Well, um, I mean, it's like anything. It's funny the way that works because I'm, I'm a tournament player for 40K. So going into it, you always just like, try and have a plan and try and execute and, you know, stay fluid and anything. You kind of react to things and, and try and plan ahead. That's exactly what I did. Um, I ended up getting, uh, I believe, the first turn. And I was able to do a couple shots of damage uh, with skull cannons from my list into, into the ruck. Yeah. And start start causing those morale checks. The very first thing I started doing when I was well, what's your to, list? I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, how many of those it, things did you have to shoot? That's the, okay. Yeah, so I've I seen went with, people field one or two. You right. fielded. I fielded four. I went with the yeah. War Thunder battery. It was four cannons, the uh, the throne, and I took uh, Sail the Faithless in the list as well. Friendless. Yeah, Sail the Friendless. <laughs> uh, Forge World character that allows one of your units to uh, to make a fly move 18 inches during movement. Um, and I also took, you know, some. I also took the Gore Pilgrims formation. Yeah. Great, they're just, great they're just, formation. Yeah, they're just too good not to one. take if you're playing Bloodbound. They're they're amazing. The prayers do so much work. Um, well, and just the bubble you get to give of I don't care about, about yeah, battle shock and plus one attack, right? Yep. So it's it's really strong. It's a really strong buff. Um, and I also took a squad of of Skull Reapers, ten ten man squad of Skull Reapers with demon weapons, and then the two handed demon weapons yep. as well. Uh, in the end, what ended up happening in that particular game is I was able to kind of catch Sam slipping a little bit. I also caught two double turns, so that, that was also a really Oof. big deal. But um, the, the thing was is, is he, he got really froggy. Um, he wanted to try and bully me around the table a little bit, forgot that I had some prayers to start pulling him even closer towards me to isolate his army. And I was okay. able to isolate his cutting ruck um, by, by pulling the Night Goblin Chaff towards me. They ended up moving a full 12 inches, so there was a giant gap, and the fanatics weren't as easily uh, able to charge the units to interrupt me. So I got in, charged the charged the ruck, killed it. Um, I was also able to use sail to move the skull reapers with the plus two to hit into one of the stone horns. I killed it in like one turn with mortal wounds because that's what they do on a, yeah. on a six. They do mortal wounds. And yeah, anything that throws out a good amount of damage and or mortal wounds can drop one of those things. It's just you have to get there, and that's the whole style of that army is those buffers, those goblins are supposed to stop that from happening. Right, exactly. And so it was it was kind of one of those things where uh, after that, I mean, we just kind of agreed at some point, like, you know, if I can kill this last Stonehorn right now, would you agree that, you know, the game is pretty much over? And we both kind of shook hands on that after it happened. Um, then I played you, second round. Yep. Yep. And that was actually a really close game. It was one came down to one point between one us. One point, right? Which was still somehow a major win in Age of Sigmar, right? Yeah. Well, any if you're using the flat rules, and that particular game was Border War, so one point makes the difference. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You separate a tie only if we both have the same number of points, then we go for a minor is how much got wiped off the table. Right, right. 
And I just didn't have the, the numbers by that round to get guys to do anything. So right. you were able to just waltz over and grab one to yeah, get exactly. that extra point. Exactly. And it actually was funny because when uh, it was, it was uh, the top of the last game turn, you actually went up about 12 points or something like that yeah, to catch up well, and pass me. Yeah, well, the whole strategy, I swept one yeah. side of the table and I pushed all of your guys away uh -huh. and I got enough weight in front of the four point one on your side. Right. So I got the four, the two, and the one. Right. And that, that put me well ahead. And then of course that, that push, you just crushed everything involved and mm -hmm. kind of like had a, a unit sitting on my objective in the back to stop you from getting four yourself. Right. But you took the other two and you'd gotten ahead through much yeah, of the game. For much you of the took the game. first term and you were scoring five and then right. five and then I finally pushed you off. So, I almost made it back, but. Yeah, that was, that was a nail biter. I, I honestly didn't expect to win after your last game turn. I was like, I, just, I don't think there's any way I can catch up, but then we did the math and it was just one point over. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I'll take it. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it, it was a swinging game. Mm -hmm. I, had, I failed a couple of charges I desperately needed in the beginning, yep. but then made some really good ones at the end. Right, and, and then I was- your cannons pretty much whiffed the whole time. The whole and then your skull time. crushers came in and just aced yeah, the skull, everything the skull in the way. <laughs> just came through and, and just Oof. did so many like mortal wounds. Again, I, I'm, I'm genuinely starting to see like that, that unit is maybe even a little overpowered with that combo maybe maybe with that i mean with prayer but, stacking i mean yeah anything that drops a mortal wound in that you can give a bonus to hit mm -hmm. in any way yeah that's just that's just gold it, and then the i mean again synergy in the game right sail yep. makes them move wherever so just i kept picking them up and moving them to wherever they needed to be as a firefighter unit and you know they just they do so much damage it's hard to hard to deny them and if you're accidentally listening to this and you're a 40k player you just get used to that in your game because synergies yep. are going to be the same thing i flipped through the book a little bit yeah and just to see what i feel and they all about characters buffing units to do their thing right absolutely and, and that's that's definitely present we've kind of seen it a little bit so far on on the uh, uh the, the fight nights we've been doing here we have another one later actually so we're trying to hurry this along yeah uh, <laughs> and so the uh the third game that i had uh was uh, plan for the top yeah plan plan top table um against uh, a nice gentleman named kurt and he was running a uh, death army that had stacking auras of negative to hit and it's it was, big with death and yeah. a lot of people complain about that that the only way to play your death competitively is to make your opponent not have any fun because you basically take away all their chances to hit you know what though they're, they're i hate to say it i mean it's kind of it's kind of death story if you think about yeah. it yeah well but, you, but you play it the way they gave it to you unfortunately right and i don't think i mean i personally don't think that's an awful thing um because i'm, I'm again i'm used to doing that kind of thing at a high level anyways yeah and and so when you see something like that all you have to do is just try and remember that you're playing to a mission he needs four units that pretty much take up all of his points yeah he had he had a, a necro sphinx a morngul neferata and i can't remember what that it's like a um like a like a palanquin or or uh like a shrine like kind of looks like a chaos war shrine but it's it's a death version uh that's all tomb king stuff it's I all, yeah and it. i think it's compendium too it. so a little obscure yeah, um, and there's still people who play it because it's really strong, but right. I I've never had to face it. So so I mean it it comes straight at you like a like a you know Mack truck, and so what I did is I chapped it as well as I could, put you know I made sure to space out my my reaver units and my blood warrior units so that as he hit the line, even though he it's still additional movement that he'd have to make, and I had to explain to him that you know what my intention was is that the the gapping between my units yeah. was only enough to fit. Um, a model with a small base, not a large base, which all of those models are on. Because during movement, Age of Sigmar, you're not allowed to end Yeah, and, that, and that's a inches. big thing that a lot of Sigmar players are used to when playing in, in tournaments. Mm -hmm. you've, you've got a lot of guys who can come in within nine inches, so board control. Right. I mean, one of the 
the big things to do with any mass army if you've got stormcasters staying off the table is you just push those models out to as far as you can get them with their one inch reach mm -hmm. and give them no ground they right. have to face your front right and that, that pretty much kills a lot of their edge right i mean it's that's uh i mean that's what you start to learn to do when you play tournaments is is spacing uh taking control and making sure that you're you're being meticulous with movement and model placement right yeah uh, i mean that that can win you the game right there just making sure that your opponent has to engage you on on your terms. You know, you're you're making well, them and take away their advantage. Up. If they can fly, right. you don't want places for them to land. Exactly. I've won more than one game because the night haunts are right there, or my mm -hmm. night haunt army. So the spirit hosts are mm -hmm. right there on the edge. I go, well, I'm going to retreat, go right past you, and hold that objective. It's turn four. I hold all four of them. Game's over. I'm sorry. Right. You know, and you have to be aware that your enemy can do that. When you retreat, you can go any direction you want, as long as you clear space. Right. Or if you have guys who drop in nine inches, so you need somebody close enough to an objective to stop them from dropping on it and taking it. I mean, that, that's that's master play right there, Scott. Yeah. That's, that's, that's when you start winning tournaments. Start looking forward. Well, I didn't playing win. A couple of, well, yeah. you didn't, but, I mean, you almost kicked my ass, so that I mean, it counts for something. Uh, it does count for something, I guess. Yeah, it was close. <laughs> I mean, I won the tournament after all. Oh, well, you shared it with somebody else because yeah. the whole point thing, and that was... that was. I would have liked to have played him, too. I asked him to play one last game, and everybody's like, we want to go home. I'm like, okay. Well, it was I'm late. It was home. dark. Yeah. Even the people who ran the shop were like trying to roll up the carpets yeah. and get us out yeah. the door. Um, and uh, the la anyways, that last game, uh, the way that I was able to overcome um, that particular list with mine uh, was to, just like I said, make him speed bump, and then once he got past a certain unit, I gave him something juicy to attack. So, I mean, he bit on it really hard, but forgot that my back line can hand out mortal wounds like candy. So prayers, yeah. um, sale hands out D three. The blood secretor can hand out D three. Um, there and so I killed Neferata. Is what ended up happening. I shot Ooh. her a couple times with the cannons to to yeah, um, killing those death characters are hard. They they got a lot of wounds. They have mechanics to bring it all back. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, mortal wounds. She's got no defense against it other than her death save. So on six ups and, and to his credit, he he was actually rolling pretty horribly for for catching those six ups. I maybe maybe rolled like one or two the whole game. Um. But, I mean, that being said, I should have never had that opportunity to, to put that many wounds on her to begin with. If he'd kind of had an idea of what I was capable of and asked more questions, then... Yeah, well, I, that's, that's a mistake I constantly make. I won't ask questions about an opponent's mm -hmm. army until I play it a few times. Right. So I've seen it before, I know what to do, but if I don't, trust me, I, you'll, you'll tell me, and I'll go, huh, sure. Yeah. And play the game. <laughs> and then I later realize, I should have paid more attention when you said those guys come up here and kick me really, really, really hard. hard. In the ding-ding. <laughs> Okay, you know, so um, in the end, uh, I ended up tabling him for the win. It was actually right down to the wire. Um, he was trying to hold me to a minor victory. Um, the only way you can major in that last round is to be on all objectives yeah. at the same time, which is pretty rough. It is. That's, that's hard to do. Um, uh, but I was able to, with a stray skull cannon shot, in combat no less, because when they, you know, they eat you, um, they are able to shoot immediately. I was able to wipe out like two skeletons on the last. Yeah, that was that was really cool. I, you threw guys into him, and you killed one of my uh, iron jaws. And he said, "Okay, now I'm going to shoot." I'm like, "Oh, oh, that's right. All right, well, right. shoot away." <laughs> it <laughs> was kind of cool. Yeah, pretty fun stuff. Um, but that was it. And uh, the other person that was there at the tournament that, that took co first place is uh, Tyler Hamill. He was using the Caradron Overlords. Yeah, I gotta get I gotta get a handle scary. on his list because there are a lot of people talking about how they're having a tough time getting him to work right. Mm -hmm. But it's, I think it's going to be a real finesse army in the end because you have a lot of soft units that hit hard, so you've got to get their use out of them before they leave the table. Um, my games, I played Eric. He used uh, Disciples of Zinch, and he, it was a nice balanced list kind of thing I would write. So he didn't have a bunch of Skyfires to, to mow me down, and I ended up getting into contact. And usually with Iron Jaws, you're giving your opponent the first turn unless they're going to bury you with fire, a lot of cannons or something like that. 
and you hope to get a double turn because you need that destruction move. You need them to move forward a little bit to sucker them in a little bit yeah. and then lock up. And that happened. Um, I ended up rolling enough of his army up that it, by the time we got to the end, we were like, it was back and forth a little bit, but he, it, it, we ran to turn four. It was kind of mathematically impossible. He mm -hmm. had some guys to summon to maybe contest an objective and didn't roll the summon at oh, that point. We just kind of said, okay, rough. it's yeah. done. It's done. Yeah, that's rough. You're not going to catch up now. Mm -hmm. And, but it was a great game. Great guy. Um, listener to the cast. Hi. Um, Cause he immediately said, Hey, I listen all the time. So then I apologize. I, I'll try to bring the quality up. I know, but uh, <laughs> I don't know what he you're was a great, about. You're he was a great guy. <laughs> then I played uh, James. We already kind of went through that game. Yep. Um, I did get the double turn, but that failed charge in my first, first turn yep. end because I gave it to him going, okay, those cannons can't quite reach me. It's going right. to work out. And then I failed a couple key charges, which made my double turn just kind of put me back in the game because right. if I didn't get it, it would have been... That would have been rough. Now you're in the position to hook onto me, get those yeah. fighting units into me, and it would have been ugly. Yeah. So the double turn just saved me from a lost game right out the bat. Yeah, it was a, it was a back foot battle for me for, for the first two rounds. Yeah. And then... It kind of everything toward the end of the game kind of fell my way but yeah. in the beginning i was scared <laughs> i was scared well and it, giving you the first turn for for border wars that's rough because you can always rush forward get those points right mm -hmm. away and that's ended up what really what made the difference right but had i made those charges had those crosses happened i'd have taken those points the second turn yeah the end of the first and then the second turn right. rather than i missed totally on that first turn Hope. Yeah, that was, that was and had to score a lot, from the a lot of good on. luck for James that day. That's for sure. <laughs> well, and good play. You knew where to put them. You heard the rules. You understood yeah. how we we're going to do this. You said, okay, I need to grab those points. Right. You understood. Yep. Not having played too many games, that's an important one because <laughs> handing over that first turn in that game is rough. And Iron Jaws, <laughs> yeah, I don't kick you off of them. That was the funniest part, I think, of the whole thing for me. It was like, okay, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm supposed to do what? Yeah. Right? Every game, you're like, the hell, are you serious? Well, all of them are different. Yeah. Right. Just by a little bit. I mean, Sam Sam goes, okay. And then he starts explaining to you. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. All right, thanks Yeah, he's great. He's good at that. He, yeah, he's, oh, I mean, he did. He broke it down perfectly. I mean, and I got you. You did the same thing for right. me. Right. And uh, yeah, oh, a little aside. Yeah, by the second round, he came back. I was, I was a little bit lit. That was fun. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. So we, we went off to lunch. Um, I knew we were late because uh, Frank <laughs> texted me, oh, the, the rounds right. were up. <laughs> Like, oh, we must be late. Frank's, Frank's texting me. Uh, yeah. yeah, so apparently I, I learn uh, even more quickly when I'm drunk. So that might have to become something that I do when I play to Sigmar. I was driving, so. It, yeah, it was okay. I, Plus we walked there, so it was okay. Yeah. It was all, it was all. What? Well, I meant driving home at the end. Oh, yeah, that's true. Although after the second and third round, it doesn't really matter what any of us drank. We'd have been sober by then. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the stench. Oh, I'm just kidding. Whoa. <laughs> And then my last game, um, <laughs> I played uh, Ryan Ariola. He's really high up in the in the scorings, and he just real cool guy. Um, real nice. He knows how to play that army. I'm still trying to figure out how to defeat the whole mixed destruction, mm -hmm. large cut and ruck kind of kind of mess. Because he pin cushioned a few guys off the table, and that that was rough. And then there was one. It didn't make it a. a you know, I was kind of fighting a losing game, seeing if I could hold him to a, a minor. Yeah. Because if I could hold him to a minor, mm -hmm. you know, that puts my score up a little bit too, get me a better Plus score. Plus, that makes but you feel good about yourself, man. Yes. And I, you have to hold all four objectives in that one yep. for the minor, and that's um, Blood and Glory. And I just couldn't hold out to the fifth turn. It was close. It, it, I finally got crushed the fifth turn, but I wasn't playing for a win by the bottom of second. Yeah. 
I had a group of 10 iron jaws. They wiped one of the stone horns off. I put some damage on the other one and then rolled their bravery, rolled the six, the entire unit vanished. Oh. So I had the maw crusher there by himself. That's not good. And the general <laughs> on the, the stone horn there with him. And that was just like, oh, well. And then he pin cushioned it with the uh, arrows because they all do great thing against monsters. So right, right. Uh, that, that kind of did me in. Yeah. Uh, but that. great game. He played it well. I just need to figure out how to arrange that a little better to hit harder. I hit it hard enough to, to put them out, put one of them down, was positioned to get the next one, then rolled that six, and it was like, oh, well. That's rough. I mean, that, that's like kind of an uphill battle, it seems like, just from the start, right? It was still going to be an uphill battle, even if I was able to sweep in him with those five mm -hmm. guys left. Yeah. But, I mean, just like the, the nature of his build. Yeah. We saw that build a couple times this weekend. It's actually a really popular really strong. build in that in that meta in their in their meta yeah and well any meta it's even a big one they'll complain about it in the european tournaments the oh, england wow. said that's still a strong list a lot of people have played against it a lot so they kind of know how to to edge it but you still have to play a smart game to get yeah, by for sure. it for sure i just mean though like the nature of your army is that you want to get across the board you're a bunch of foot melee kind of stuff and he's got everything to, to deal with that he's got the the fanatics to chaff you and the goblins behind them all yeah, he didn't do the here. goblins. All of his was coming oh, okay. rock. It was, it was all, all kind of So he had oh, a screen shit, okay. of orcs. He had a big group of guys to shoot. Yeah. So it's the same idea, though. Right. Guys to screen, so I can't get to the important things. Able to clean away, and mm -hmm. he came in to charge me, try to get those uh, uh, iron jaws off the table, and that didn't work out. But that bottom of second turn roll of when I did not make it, I was like, well, all right, that's. I'm just going to see if I can hold this one point, and yeah. maybe, maybe I can hold you to a minor, and that didn't work out. He. Swept the rest of the table. Smash. Yes, that was it. That was it. So that was our weekend. Hopefully you got to play. Um, and one of the things that kind of came up, that I kind of put in as a topic, scenery on the table. And this kind of struck a chord during their six-hour marathon thing that I was listening to on mm -hmm. Sunday. Mm -hmm. I was kind of playing that after um, Frank and Reese both were here. Yeah going through the rule book, going through all the different things. And they mentioned several times terrain was important. Mm -hmm. And I go to these tournaments and I play in them. And a lot of times people don't want to roll for the effects of the terrain. Terrain can be mystical. It can give you extra abilities. Arcane give you extra abilities. You're casting. It can be damned so you can sacrifice, take some mortal wounds and the unit hits better. And oh, wow. certain, like in your last battle, them taking you down to hit. Yeah. That'd be something like, uh, you know what? I've got a unit of these guys. They take three wounds each. Yeah. Let's roll. Let's see if I can do this and For get sure. a plus one because I need it. Yeah, I and mean, that wasn't on the table. And, and a lot of these smaller tournaments don't use it. The larger ones, guys don't want to use it. It's kind of the same as um, the mis uh, Mysterious Objective. Right. A lot of the guys don't want to roll to see what it is. That's what I was going to say. And it I'm seems like, like that in 40K. Um, yeah, you don't want to have a bomb there, and some of them are kind of useless. But if I'm playing an army, I have one unit that shoots flyers in your heavy flyer and I roll that one yep. that lets me shoot them that that's important to the game absolutely and I kind of think these are important and it goes back and forth I have players come up to me and say could you write in the pack to force them to do it yeah and I, I have mean, others coming by going I just don't it just slows us down I always forget who cares well I'm a noob I didn't even know that existed so yeah and, <laughs> and it says and I looked it up in the rules specifically today for match play it says you may so it right. is an option to the TO to the players at the table to use it I mean it's just another uh another thing you kind of have to put mastery over right i mean i'd be kind of right cool. know to stay away from certain things because yeah. like mystical is one of the ones that always bites people uh, on a one you stand there and basically like it, it's on a woods oh those are pretty woods i love staring at the, your unit does nothing oh wow a two or more though you get to reroll wounds that's pretty good 
So, <laughs> you know, you might want to avoid it with your really important unit you can't have standing still. Yeah. But you might throw something through there that needs that reroll for the wound. Goblins who don't wound really well, but you've got something on them to make them hit better. That right. kind of combination. Seems pretty strong. Yeah, uh, Sinister it gives you the whole fear effect, so it gives you a uh, bravery minus the guys near you. These things could all be manipulated. And I'm curious what everybody kind of thinks about that. I may even put that up in the um, Facebook group for yeah. TO runners okay. to see what they think about that. Because I've had guys, like I said, come to me and say, please put it in, please force people to use this. And other guys say they don't want to touch it. They don't want to be anywhere near it. And uh, people coming to way. talk to me is not really um, a sample poll of any real use. So I may may throw that up to the TOs. And I'd love to hear from you at the end of the this particular cast what you guys think. Do you guys use it? Do you not use it? Do you hate it? Does it have to be there? Hey, um, I'd like to know that too. Leave yeah. a comment, please, because I'm actually curious. I really don't have much insight on that regarding the game because, again, I'm very green. So, I mean, if you guys have had, you know, a couple tournaments or you play a lot of Age of Sigmar, you know, we want to hear your two cents. All right, so let's go through those rankings. Um, I got one more game on the board, so maybe I moved up. Let's see. First place still, Sam That's Valdez with 395 points. Um, second place, uh, Michael Birch, 366. Third is Zach Lopez. At 340. That's pretty tight. I mean, yep. 55 points separating them all. Um, are we going to go all the way down to 10? Um, I, I don't see why not. The first three, I... We read these last week and not too many up there have changed. Uh, betting is flying. Havanikins are still at the top. Actually, leave that in the comments. Do you want us reading everything every time? Yeah. All the way down? <laughs> do you want top three? Do you want top five, top ten? We'll, we'll do whatever uh, you guys we want. We Slay Dragons is in second place, followed by Your Mom's Garage in third for clubs. <laughs> yeah, Your Mom's Garage is pretty That's good. That's a pretty funny one. <laughs> like that one. Um, so Frank Deloche is still... Is there? Oh, wait. You, you just got there, didn't you? Beast Claw Raiders, because he's running just Beast Claw. Right. In his, his group. Jonathan so Camacho yep. and Doug Stoker. They all have only a couple events. I mean, you get, there's just four events that are allowed to show your points, and it looks like they're all ones and twos on ones that. Ones and twos. So, so there's some really open people to jump in. Yeah. Yep. Bone Splitters. We've got uh, Grant Pashby. Pashby. Pashby, yep. Mm -hmm. There you go. And uh, Kevin Spry and Mike Simeon, all with about a 70-point gap on them. Uh, Chaos. Uh, Zach Lopez, he I didn't show up to this one, but he's in the Southern California area. Okay, cool. Plays a he's been playing a um, Nurgle type list, so he's got some Skaven and he's got some um, cool. uh, Blight Kings. Good he's, list. He's at three hundred forty points with uh, four or four of his events actually being counted. So yeah, the only way he's making more points is to score better than score he score better did. than he already has. And he took first place of the one I took second. Awesome. So uh, death, uh, James Sutton is top of death still. Up there with three events at 303. Somebody else, uh, the closest one is 25-ish behind. No, 30-ish yep. behind. 30-ish behind. Um, Samuel Valdez for destruction. Yep. Ryan Ariola right behind him, so I know why I lost, right? <laughs> you know? I think it's pretty funny, though, because uh, they, they were talking to each other at the event about, you know, like who made the list, who pilots the list better. Kind of a yeah, little after, bit of a... And afterwards, uh, they were nice enough, the people up there to invite oh, us right. to dinner. We had yeah, dinner with them. Thank you for all that. Appreciate and that. so we sat around and talked, and the, they eventually they sat down and talked about how do we how do we get this list List. and knock the edges off of it because people have figured out how to deal with it. It's it was kind of an autopilot when we first did it, and now it's not, and we're having to figure mm -hmm. this out. That was interesting to hear. It definitely was. Uh, Disciples of Zinch, you got uh, Troy. Troy. How do you say that? I'll let you try. Soleski. Soleski. All right. 
Flesh Eater Court, uh, Lance Shee. Right, with that's one a event. wide open. Yeah, one event. 93 there. points is what is what you uh, need to beat right now to be number one in Flesh Eater Courts. And just put two scores on the board. That'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Brad Jimenez. Jimenez, yeah. Jimenez for Fire Slayers. Another one There's only wide two open. On, that, on that board altogether. So there's, it'll give me the first three. There's only two. So Go out there and win some prizes, man. There's prizes for these things at the end of the year. Oh, there you go. Iron Jaws. I'm, I'm back on top, but only because I have three events. Mm-hmm. The other guy, he's not that far behind me. So one more event doing well. He'll jump back over me again. And that would be uh, James uh, Marriott. I, I think you're okay. You think I'm okay? You're going to be okay because you're going to do one more at least, right? Well, I've got one more floating out there, that second place win. Oh, yeah. That's going to kick you over the top for sure. And then after that, I just have to clean up some lower. I have fives and sixes, and this one I think was a, a nine because of the group scores right, or something. Right. It was uh, Blades of Corn. Frank Deloche also has that one, four out of four. He played um, a big tournament and a few smaller ones with that, so he's, he's secure there until somebody else puts some points on there. So Well, I'll, I mean... Who's that guy in second place after one event? Who's that? That would be you, James. Oh, oh that's, that's me. Oh, man, one of four events, and I'm on the board in wait, second wait, place. Wait, but that's Blades of Corn. You played all Blades of Corn. You didn't have Sale oh, the Friendless. Right. So now you have to go call them and straighten that out. Shit! <laughs> got caught red-handed. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I got to call now, because the thing was, is I, I, I was uh, given the, uh, what do you call it, the tablet right mm-hmm. away, and my mind just went straight to Blades of Corn. I forgot that Sale, again, takes that away. Well, You're mixed chaos at that point right yep yeah. just that one guy unless he has the corn on his keyword i'm gonna just pencil that in and you pencil that in yeah well they kind of did that with two monsters they changed one to nurgle and one to corn oh that's right the the, the mutilist the, the, the slaughter beast and the mutilist yeah. uh, vortex yeah so just get some purple crayon because that makes it official purple crayon purple crayon Harold in his purple crown, that'd be me? Yeah. Okay. Let's just, let's get that in there order uh james hill we already did oh yeah Order James Hill is the top there. Uh, Seraphon, we have... Jared Zazueta. Zazueta. And he was at the GT, I think. He was the guy with the big pie plate guy, wasn't he? I don't remember. That's right. I'm the one who ran it. I should know, shouldn't you I? You should probably I'm know. The one who I was know, ringing in you. 40K. You were, you were beating people up for 40K. Yeah, I, would, I don't know how... We're not going to go into that. That's a 40K thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next uh, person. Pestilence, up. John Fearholm. John's John great Fearholm. guy. He's running regular tournaments up in the Bay Area. Yeah, he's a so 40K guy, too. Look into him at... Uh, Castle Conflagration, the Conflagrations, they're all his. He's going to do another GT this, also this summer, but it's going to be in one day with 1,000 points and get five games out of you. He runs a tight ship. I'm there playing. Wow. He's like, you've got 15 minutes, and he'll really come back. Drop the dice. You're done. Whoa. Score right, that's it. cool, man. I like They're like, oh, okay, okay. All right. Next up is the Stormcast Eternals, uh, Adam Mofrod. Mofrod? Yep. He's got all of his events in, 238 points. And Sylvaneth, uh, Vlad, Nietzsche, who... Played great. He's also from the Bay Area. He came down. Uh, Reese has nothing but nice things to say about him. And I've, um, I've talked to them several times. I haven't played him. Army was beautiful. He was a beautiful person. It's worth uh, worth mentioning there because the, the point spread on that is actually really close. Only 16 points separating one and two. Kyle Breckenridge uh, both have three or four of their events played in. Um, I mean, that, that looks like it's going to be pretty well vied after yeah. by both well, those your guys. Fourth, your fourth yep. event better score well or that's, that's right. one's going to beat the other. Yep. I'll be out of there. Very cool. Well, it looks like everybody's staying pretty competitive out here. And uh, actually, well, across the country, ITC is, is a national thing. Yep. So um, thanks very much for attending all the okay. events. We appreciate it yep. very, very much. We have four events upcoming. Mm-hmm. So it's just, uh, so Lords of War, this, uh, Lords of War weekend, Age of Sigmar 2K March play tournament, Royal Canadian Legion, uh, Ontario, Canada, 
That's June the 11th, so that's right coming up this weekend. Mm -hmm. um, AOS ITC 1500 at Hobbytown. Hobbytown, USA in Spokane, Spokane, Washington. Yeah. And, and that's got, the 17th. Uh, the Mom Boys AOS Fight Night number two, 1,000 points, San Francisco, California, on and June the 17th. Can Hammer AOS Mini 3, and that's going to be in Brookville, uh, Ontario, Canada, June 17th as well. Yeah, Rockville. All right. So that's we got it coming up. If you're doing an event, weekend. let us know. Also, if you're looking to uh, get any models, uh, pick up any terrain, make any packages, delivery is free. If it's $100 or more, I believe. That's correct. Because you package it, so. Yeah, well, I do. Pablo does, and so does Dom. Yeah, yeah so got it. it's, a, it's a team effort, man. And 15% <laughs> off on all of your GW purchases. Busy. I already picked up both of my uh, Dark Imperium boxes. I'm split with wow. somebody through that. Wow, you're so greedy. Ready to go. You took two of them? I well, I, I also told them they can get them to me whenever they get them. They can hand out first because okay, okay, I right. I have other projects on the Got table. It'll stop you. me from breaking the box open. Yeah. and putting those projects to the side to get those Marines painted up. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Well, either way, um, this is uh, us signing off. Yep. This is Scott. I'm James, and thanks very much for watching another Ninth Realm. Ninth Realm, forty seventh podcast. Forty seventh. Wow, that was quick, huh? You guys have a great night. Bye.